I'm Sarah the Rebel, and this is Women Wrestling Friends, a podcast where I talk about wrestling with my gal pals. And today's gal pal is Rayleigh! Hi! Uh, normally my co-host Tamara is here to help make noises with me, but she's uh, actually hurt from Comic-Con. Damn you, Comic-Con. Um, we actually got the same injury, different ways. I did it wrestling, <laughs> she did it walking. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so Raylene and I first met when we trained together at Santino Bros, and today we're going to talk about WWE Battleground, but first, we're going to talk to you and ask you questions about wrestling, because that's what the show is about. Uh, so when did you first start watching wrestling, and what got you into it? Ooh, I started watching wrestling when I was a kid. I loved it. You know, I think everybody watched it in the 90s. It was like the Attitude Era. Everybody just loved it. It was so badass. I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, you can say it. It's so badass. (laughs) You know, watching everybody from The Rock to Stone Cold to like Shawn Michaels and DX Generation or D Generation X like is just, you know, I don't know. My parents watched it. I watched it. Me and my sister would watch it. And like bedtime was nine o'clock, but that's when Monday Night Raw would start. So we would be like in the hallway watching it. Press, like trying to sneak in and see what was going on and then like we'd hear like our parents get up and like we'd run back to the rest or run back to our bedroom and we'd get in trouble like go to sleep but honestly like I just I loved it I loved it as a kid and then I kind of started fading off you know when you get older kind of like you fade out of it and then just one day I was watching um I was 19 I was watching or watching tv and I was going through the channels and mm-hmm. I was like wait this is still on. I went to USA and I just saw Stone Cold and then I got into it again and then it just, you know, watching wrestling made me happy and I just loved it. It's know? funny. We talked we talked about it on the last show. Like almost all of us have the gap where we mm-hmm. stopped watching and then we came back to it. Uh, so do you have a favorite wrestler? I do. His name is John Cena. I oh, love I couldn't John see. Cena. <laughs> I couldn't see. You know, see. you couldn't see. <laughs> I love John Cena. Um, what do you love about him? It's an interesting his, choice. It is, honestly. I think when I first started watching it again, his character was really developed already, and he was already there for a couple years. He made his name. It was after the thugonomics and everything. And I loved what he stood for. Like, never give up, you know? Like, um, you work hard to get where you're at, and I just loved everything he... His character. And, like, it's not just a character. It's who he really is. And it was, you know, inspiring to me and motivating to me, and, like, I just I fell in love with who he is. And... That is an Nikki's interesting... a very lucky woman. <laughs> she is, because he's rich, too. But that is mm-hmm. an interesting point. You know, I, a lot of people hate on Roman Reigns, and there's various wrestlers where we're seeing them being pushed. And so for those mm-hmm. of us who see that portion of it, we don't like them. And that happened with Cena. Yeah. Uh, and so the difference of coming in when a character is fully developed versus when they're first starting. So I wonder how many people just hop into wrestling now and are like, Roman Reigns is awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. like a superhero, That's you know? true. So, good way to think about it. Do you have any favorite matches or anything you remember that you were like, this is amazing? I don't have a favorite match, honestly. I do love a lot of, like, the Attitude Era matches, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Where you get some blood and Survivor cheers. Series, like, you know, Buried Alive matches. Like, those are the ones I think about. Those are the ones that excite me. Like, oh my gosh, the... Um, what is it? The casket matches. I always love those when, like, they'd close and then, like, Undertaker would just sit up, like, out of nowhere and just be, like, looking around. I'm just like, oh, that one was so cool. And then I remember the match that Kane would have with the fire around mm-hmm. the rings. Like, those were awesome. But I don't really have a favorite match, honestly. Um, if I do have one, I loved when um, John Cena and The Rock faced a couple of while, uh, a couple years back mm-hmm. at WrestleMania and they had their little thing going on for a while. 
that was like definitely one. I was like brought the magazines. I had like my posters <laughs> up in my room. I was like all for John Cena. So that was definitely one of the matches that I definitely remember. Yeah, but it's considered one of the one of the greats from WrestleMania. Definitely. Yeah. So. Uh, and guys, if you hear a strange noise, it's just my tummy rumbling in the background. I, I swear I ate. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this is a mess right now. Let me tell you my injuries real quick. Brief intermission. Uh, so I somehow pulled a pec muscle doing Pilates with weights because the weights were too heavy. Yeah, I'm like rubbing my boob all through pride. Like, oh, God. Uh, I landed wrong in an up and over and twisted my ankle, which hurt my foot. And it got re-aggravated because somebody didn't base properly on a hip toss and landed on my foot. Uh, and my knee, back of my knee is cramping. I don't know what, if that has a name. Uh, so I'm just over here a mess, stomach growling. How are, how are you guys? Tell me in the comments. Uh, so, like I said, we met at Santino Brothers, which I just described all my injuries from. Uh, <laughs> what made you sign up? What made you take the plunge into trying to become a wrestler? Well, like I said before, like, I was interested. I started watching it at 19, and, um, I just... I loved watching it. I loved watching the women's division. And I guess you can say I wanted more, you know, from the women's division. So I guess what it is now is what I guess we've always wanted to see. And I just, you know, something for years I just thought about it in the back of my head. Like, I want to try it. I want to know if this is for me. Like, I waited, like, what, four years to actually go after this, you know, dream I thought I had, you know. And I finally went for it. Like, I found, like, signs and clues. And I went to a show in Anaheim at the Honda Center. It was a Monday Night Raw. And they were handing out flyers. And I was like, if this isn't a sign, I don't know what is. So I signed up. I thought about it. I started working out and, you know, trying to get in shape, get my fitness, you know, get my fitness on. And um, I, I signed up. And it went on from there. Do you still do CrossFit? I remember that was something you were using. I do do CrossFit. I'm not currently doing CrossFit right now. I just do just regular gym, lifting weights, like kind of bodybuilding right. style. But um, I do miss CrossFit. I do love CrossFit. Um, it's definitely intense, and um, I would love to do it again. But I'm kind of exploring, you know, different things. Like I want to try kickboxing and, you know, like Pilates. Definitely mm -hmm. want to try Pilates and more yoga and, you know, just like boot camp kind of stuff. Like I've done boot camp before as well, but I like to try different things in my fitness journey. You so. I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you when we were training together, but you were like my fitness inspiration Aww. because you were like the girl who was able to keep up with a lot of the like workout parts of it. And I was like, I want to be like that. And you would talk about CrossFit and I was like, I got to get into shape. And so definitely. You def were an inspiration. I actually started doing CrossFit because I saw Seth Rollins, who was, you know, the WWE CrossFit champion Jesus. at one time. And I saw him doing CrossFit and he thanked CrossFit for having the strong core and being able to do a lot of the matches that he was and to be able to last as long as he did. So I was like, you know what? Like, uh, me and some of my coworkers, we went to go try it. And I signed up right away. I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. And it's so family-oriented at the one I went to. Everyone's, like, encouraging. It's like, yeah, push yourself. And you have someone to push you to go that extra mile and go that extra step and to do a lot of, you know, things you wouldn't think you'd be able to do. So um, it was definitely a good experience. I would love to do it again. And it definitely helped me to be able to handle some of the stuff that I did um, during Santino Bros. training. Right. So you ended up dropping out of school, and I did too <laughs> the first time. <laughs> uh, because you it's really intense. 
But yes. do you have any advice for any women who are thinking of starting training? Like anything you wish you had known or like things that helped? Don't hesitate to go after it. I mean, I kind of wish I didn't wait so long, you know, but I, you know, I guess timing is everything. Definitely, um, just try it out. If like, if you're thinking about it, you even have like, it's at the back of your head and you're like, I don't know, just try it because you won't know until you're there and you're going through all the steps and the, the, uh, the training, the training is intense, you know, like, it's like nothing cardio. Like yeah. I remember I went to see, um, it was like a summer slam. I went to hear Stone Cold, um, talk in his little, um, what is it? Cer- not ceremony, like but like seminar that he was having. And he was like, if you ever want to do this, you know, get your cardio up. And, you know, I did, it wasn't the best, like I could have been, I guess at that point of time, but definitely cardio definitely helped to keep up with a lot of stuff. Um, just work out and, you know, you have to be fit to be in this industry, you know? I mean, not, not necessarily a hundred percent fit. Cause look at what's her name. Um, Nia Jax, you know, but she can keep up but in the ring. She's athletic. Right. And she's very athletic. Yeah, too, don't, so. Yeah, don't think by fitness we mean you have to be skinny. Exactly, yeah. you know, but you have Just to be, be strong. strong. Definitely strong, you know. Like, look at um, Charlotte. Like, she is like the she's queen. A she is a beast. A yeah. beast in the ring. Like, my goodness. Like, she can. She can. Kick some ass yeah. for sure. Kick some guys' ass too. I'd love to see that. I actually. know, right? Why are we pretending that Why Charlotte can't <laughs> fight a guy? Seriously. She clearly I mean, can. What do you call it? <laughs> Sasha Banks kind of did it in a match with um, what's his name? Um, did I miss that one? Oh wait, was it? Uh, um, uh, yep, I know where you're. Yes. Uh, how do we go? Uh, oh my god, was it, was blank. it Dar? No, I'm Dar. No, was that it was. Um, uh, was it Enzo? No, Enzo. Was Enzo Amore. There we go. Yes, tag team. On Monday Night Raw. I loved that one. I did love it, too. Like, they were both, you know, they were, like, in sync and kind of going at it with, you know, against their opponents. And um, I would love to see Charlotte do something. But I kind of got off topic. But, yeah, (laughs) just, like, bias, just go after it. If that's what you want to do, that's what you've had in the back of your mind, just try it out. And if it's not what you want, then now you know. And you can figure out something else. Or maybe it's something else you want to try in there. Like... I see a lot of women who are hosting. I would love to do something like that. Like, I've always wanted to work for WWE. And, I don't know, maybe, you know. We'll put that we'll out there. Put that out there. For you. Uh, and speaking yeah. of which, if you live in L.A. and you happen to be listening, this is probably a very slim chance, but uh, Santino Bros is having a one-day tryout camp this Saturday, and that's a good way to find out if this is something you want to do before committing to a full class or anything yes. like that. So. If you want it, uh, if you live in another city, look around. See if there's a wrestling school. Ask them if you can watch a class if they don't have, like, a tryout or a one-day thing. Uh, There's nothing to it but to do it. Uh, So now let's talk about WWE Battleground. Yes. Uh, This this pay-per-view felt like (laughs) maybe they took the name too seriously when they were coming up with stipulations, but I'll get into that later. Uh, we started off with the New Day and the Usos, and I thought it was the best match of the night. What did you think about it? You know it? what? That was definitely one of my favorite matches. Like, you can just tell the crowd was into it, you know, chatting, this is awesome. And that's how you know they're really engaged to the match, and they're really, like, watching what everyone's doing. And honestly, I think it was a great match. I didn't... I love that New Day won. I was super excited that they won, because, you know, I love to see Xavier with the little horn, and, you know, they're like, new, they rocks, right? right. I, just, I, I love it. I love it. I love, like, their little theme that they have going on, and Uso's turning heel, it was definitely, um, it was different from what we were used to seeing, even though they've been heel for a while, but it was definitely a great match. It had me 
you know, glued to the TV and watching everything. And I think they did a really good job of, like, keeping it going. And Right. You there know, were a lot of near falls and these, like, cool. They did a lot of moments. I think yes. that's what kept their match so exciting. Like, Definitely. when when Xavier got kicked out of the air, when Kofi yes. got powerbombed, like, outside of the ring, there were these moments where you were like, oh! <gasps> Like, that's yes. what wrestling should be. So this was a great match, in my opinion. Really good match. Afterwards, you can look it up. Um, they did a little interview, and mm-hmm. Xavier Woods was a little, little misty-eyed because it turns out this is the first time he has won the belt by being the person who pinned somebody. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time he's yeah, won he any championship some, that way. Yeah, He was the one who got the I pin. I mean, I, I think it showed, like, the moment he, like, pinned and, like, it ended and, like, the bell rang, and he was, like you know, shaking on the ground and the floor. Right. I was, like, so excited. I was like, he won, you know? He did. He did it. it he did it, baby. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Corbin. Oh, Baron. How could this be so boring? <laughs> I don't even know how it was possible. <laughs> this match, I don't know. I guess they were both too undefeated, you know, people that came to SmackDown, and I don't know what they were trying to do, maybe too undefeated people to see who was actually going to lose in their streak, you know, but I don't, it sucks because they both, it was a disqualified match, like there yeah. wasn't, there was no winner and, and it's like, what was the point disqualification, of it? right? Like yeah. low blows happen all the time. time. They were literally, some people's moves are low blows. Yep. So to have a disqualification off of a low blow, you could have done anything else, guys. You could have had them get a chair out or something. Yeah. What? It was it was strange. That was I was I don't know. I didn't expect that match because um Nakamura is very you know, he's big, he's known for having these matches, so to have a match like that it was just Yeah, because you've got like a golden gloves it. boxer mm-hmm. and then you've got like strong style, hard kicking dude. I d I don't know what they could I don't even know what they could have done to not be boring. And I, sometimes I wonder if Baron Corbin maybe just doesn't have like hasn't found the person he has chemistry with yet. I think so. I don't think he tries to be like this hill and try to go after people, but I don't think he's really has met his match yet right. to really wrestle in the ring with. And unfortunately, we're going to probably keep seeing this match over and over again, so hopefully they get oh, better. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, so next was Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Lana, Natalia, Tamina. Just threw them all in the pot because that's what they like to do with the women wrestlers. I'm not salty, just a little salty. <laughs> uh, so I always get nervous whenever there's a bunch of people in a ring because usually it's just a lot of downtime and it can be a little awkward. And we did mm-hmm. have awkward moments. But I think overall this was like short, sweet, quick, satisfying. I was pretty, pretty fine with it. I liked the match. It wasn't too bad. Um, definitely... I wasn't expecting to see, um, what's it called? Got eliminated first. What's her name? Um, I, Lana, I get, Lana, oh, Tamina got eliminated Tamina. first. And I didn't expect that, actually. I expected Lana to definitely be number one to get eliminated first. But it sucks because it was literally Tamina, Lana, by Becky, and then here comes Natty, boom, Becky, you're out. Right and out. I was like, whoa. Yeah. You gotta watch it, you know? It, yeah, it was interesting. It was like them saying, look, Becky is strong, yep. but we want to tell another story. Uh, I in, I don't know how I feel yet about Lana and Tamina just teaming up in the ring. Yes. It seemed a little weird at times. Like, it seemed, like, I questioned the motivations. How come every time Lana called, Tamina came, you know? Like, what's going on there? Is there a love story? I don't know. I need something, you know? Could be her, you know, her new Rusev. That would be, you know? like, her Lady Rusev. Her Lady Rusev. Great. 
Uh, yeah, so the tie versus Charlotte was kind of like the ending one, and it was yes. great. I mean, at I one did. point, I liked it. when Charlotte just lifted her bodily all oh the way God. up for that the strength thing. in that woman. Like, she's a beast. Yeah. She's, she can do it all. I truly believe she can do it all. And I'm really surprised, though, she did not win. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was hoping Charlotte would win. I would be, I would love to see her, you know, SmackDown champion, because the things she would do. Um, but you know what? Good for Natalia because it's been a long time coming for her, and I think that I would love to see a title around her waist as well. Yeah. You know, I have a few theories about it. Uh, number one, they mentioned that Natalia, I believe they said she was one away from uh, tying Trish Stratus's pay-per-view counts or beating. I can't remember which one. Okay. But you know, WWE loves those number things, so they may yeah. be trying to get her on more pay-per-views so she can beat that. Uh, and then also, I think that they do like what they have with Becky and Charlotte and Naomi kind of being friends. The fire, yes. fire queen glow, I can't remember what they call themselves. But uh, I think that they're saving that Charlotte thing. Or potentially Natalia wins and then it's Charlotte and Natalia so that Charlotte doesn't have to face Naomi. I don't know. I would love to see Charlotte and Naomi because they're both so athletic. And we yes. got to see a little hint of it. And then, like Naomi was saying on commentary, actually, they ne they have unfinished business. It got interrupted. Definitely. That was definitely, it's like two athletic women in the ring giving it all they got. And I think that would definitely be a match I would love to see yep. from the women. There's so many talented women. And it really there sucks is. that we keep getting kind of the same matches over and over when every once in a while they'll have a big match and we'll see people fight each other that we haven't seen before like for example happened on raw with like sasha and mickey james and i'm yeah. over here like oh my gosh this is so good i want to see sasha and mickey james yes but we can't see it because that's not the main story and yeah so I, I wish they do i wish they do more than one match a night for the women i i, really I, do. I totally agree i think two matches you know a night mm -hmm. for women give like give more opportunity than to just have it be all in one right. you know split up the opportunities into two and i think We'd see a lot more from the women. Yep, I agree. Uh, so Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. Two people were really great in the ring. Uh, personally, wasn't my favorite match from them, but uh, still pretty entertaining. What did you think? Honestly, I saw that AJ Styles won uh, the title at Madison Square Garden, so I think that was amazing for him since nobody thought he was going to come into WWE. Nobody thought that he was going to be as far as he was or he's gotten here in WWE. So... I mean, I was excited that he um, won it then. I was a little disappointed that he lost it that soon from Kevin Owens. I really expected just for it to give him a little bit more of the, you know, reign of the title, I guess you can say. Yeah, it, but, was, um, it was funny to me because a lot of people were like, oh, that's so weird for a title change to happen at a live, live event. event, right? But then they were showing little clips during uh, the pay-per-view of people being like, oh my God, it was great. So I, I hate to be cynical, but I think the WWE did this to like sell tickets to their live events. Like, oh, you never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, because they don't do this anymore. Like, you go to live events, titles on the line, you know, and everyone gets so excited because there can actually be a title change. And then something happens, disqualification. No, 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 that didn't count. You know, restart the match or right. it's just something that always happens. So to have that happen at a live event was huge. It doesn't happen very often. Very, very rarely nowadays does it happen. Yeah. Back in the day, it used to but not anymore. Uh, so in this match, I think my favorite part was uh, Kevin Owens was up on the ropes and AJ Styles got him into a torture rack. Which, Saw that. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Owens is a big dude, so he it was is. pretty he was impressive. carrying him over the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. that was a... 
It's a lot of weight. If you guys want to see me in a torture rack, if you go to Santino <laughs> Bros on Twitter, the flyer that they use to promote their stuff, I'm in a blue shirt in a torture rack. A lot of people can't tell it's me because I'm busy going, ah, because I know how to sell. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, yep, you know, AJ lost the championship again. But then yeah. uh, tonight, we're, we're talking on this Tuesday, um, I believe it switched back again. I haven't caught up all the way with SmackDown, but that's what I think I'm seeing. So I think okay. it just switched right back, and I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, so we'll see. Also, that ending, I should mention this. That ending seemed weird to me with the pin, and then AJ kind of made a weird face like he thought he had won, or he yes, wasn't because their shoulder, his shoulders were down, you know. But I don't think he realized that, or maybe felt that his shoulders were down. But because, especially since um, what uh, Kevin Owens threw him at the referee, right? So I was like, oh my god, I really thought that I was like, we're gonna have to get a new referee. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna tap out, and they're not gonna see. Like that's what I was thinking in my head. But then, I guess the referee was fine. He saw his shoulders were down, and I was like, oh, my God, is his shoulders really down? Like, is he really going to lose right now? And, and he, I and thought he was going to kick out. It was a slow count, It was a slow count. Yeah, it, it was, was. It was like a very emphatic Kevin Owens won clean. Yeah. And it was confusing. And I have heard that this was a last-minute switch by Vince McMahon. Uh, really? So maybe that's why the ending was a little weird. Maybe there was a miscommunication because they had to change something. I don't know. All speculation on my part. Uh, <clears throat> we had a flag match with Rusev and Cena. Cena. I'm going to explain, explain this match, because in case you didn't see it, it's really weird. So the flags are up in the corners. Yes. And your goal is to take the flag out of the corner mm-hmm. and put your flag all the way down to the entrance ramp, up three steps into a little flag post holder thing. To claim... You know. Bulgaria versus the United States. It's you know, we all different. feel very angry against the Bulgarians. <sighs> that, that was... I love John Cena. That was a weird match, though, because, you know, most matches, you just grab the flag, you know, you won, or, you know, you gotta... I don't know. It was... There was more added on to this match, which did make it, I guess, a little bit longer. But you can kind of tell, like, you know, um, when Rusev was down, and then... Cena had the flag, and he was kind of, like, stumbling. I was like, ooh, you're totally lagging it, so he can come and get you. Like, right. I could kind of read some of that yeah. stuff that was already going on there. Um, I, well, however, it did excite me, though, when Rusev did try to get those tables down and try to throw John Cena on it, and I was like, he's not going to let that happen to him. He's <laughs> not. Like, he has to win this. And sure thing, Rusev's the one that went over. He should have never put those tables should out because tables he's the one that got landed in them. But I agree. And everyone's saying the same thing. Like, this match was just a little too long. Watching yeah. strong, athletic men stumble up some yes. stairs. It's like, okay, this is completely unbelievable. You needed to find another way to yes. do it then. Um, and then also, you know, it was weird to me. When Cena's patriotism is so pure, like, yes. he believes America is inclusive. Mm-hmm. So it was also just weird to be like, oh yeah, John Cena's defending America against Bulgaria when you know John Cena would be like, come my Bulgarian friends, let's all share in, in America together. So, uh, I don't know, I think the, the choice was, all the choices were strange <laughs> in this capture yeah. the flag match. Yeah, pretty much capture the flag, it's what it was, instead of a flag match. Yeah. So the next match was Mike Kennelly's, I think that's how you say his name, versus Sam yes, Zane. Yes. Um... This guy came from, I think, was it Ring of Honor or Impact? I can't remember which. And the gimmick that they're doing with him and, and his wife is love. Yeah, the Maria. They're, they went, I think uh, they said that they went on a two-month honeymoon. 
And I don't know what was up with that. That needed to be said. But they went on a two-month honeymoon two somewhere. Months. And Maria's there, you know, try to get in the way in the match, too. Getting herself in the corner. And it's like, stay in your lane. This is not your match. You don't need to be in here. It was Let them fight. Yeah. The men fight. Let them fight. Unless you want to become a wrestler, and then you can get in the ring with the other women and see what see what you got. It you is. Show us. It is interesting how they treat, like, valets that, again, like... Okay, Lana wanted to wrestle this whole time, and now they finally let her wrestle, but she's not with Rusev. How come she can't still be with Rusev and be a wrestler? Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're going to finally do it with her, but it it's always like, oh, I can only wrestle if uh, we're facing another couple. And I, I don't know. I just think it's yeah. strange. I don't know why the WWE has that po- strange policy, but hey, you know what? My boo, Sami Zayn, won. He never <laughs> gets he to won. win. <laughs> he doesn't. I feel so bad. Like, pay-per-views, he's either gotten hurt, he's lost, he's like, oh, him and Kevin Owens, they have some great matches, and it just always falls short. He but really is an he underdog. Finally got, he is. He really is. And he won this one, and it was good for him. Like, in my head right now, I could hear his theme song just playing, like, oh. <laughs> yes, I do love. I love my Sami Zayn. Yes. Uh, so happy he got the win. Definitely. Uh, I don't know about this love gimmick with with Mike and Maria though. I hope they figure something out. I don't the know the crowd doesn't really out. seem to like it either. No. And I know we're supposed to know. hate him, but I also don't feel like they hate it. I feel like they're just confused. Confused. Like, oh, am I supposed to hate how in love yeah, they are? Is it kind of trying to be like another uh, Miz and Marise? trying to thing they're trying to pull on there i don't know it could be yeah they they're still not as hateable and for marisa and hateable. and the miz it's more it's it's less uh like oh look at us we're in love it's yeah. more just like we're the it couple i don't yeah. know it's just different it's they come across more organic in a way which is weird to say about the miz um <laughs> uh, so finally the highlight of the night the punjabi prison match that with was bamboo reinforced with steel. That was a, a very interesting cage <laughs> that they were in. Um, I guess it's been ten years since they've had a match like that, which is very good interesting. reason. Yeah, that, I don't know if I'd ever want to be kind of like locked up in that cage, like the spikes, the needle, like the tall. Like I don't know. It was definitely interesting. Um, it was weird choice for sure. Yeah, it was weird that uh. That every time they said steel reinforced bamboo, I giggled. Every time it was said like seven <laughs> times. And I kept giggling because I'm like, why didn't you just make it out of steel then? Exactly. <laughs> right? need the bamboo for? Punjabi. Punjabi prison. prison. You won't be able to tell it's Punjabi if we don't use bamboo, I guess. Actually, that was probably my second favorite match watching this because, I mean, I love Randy Orton. I've been a fan of him for, you know, years. And, you know, Jinder Mahal, I will give it to him, though. He definitely, I would have never imagined him to be WWE champion. And, you know, good for him because he was an underdog. Nobody ever thought he'd get this far. And look at him now. Like, transformation or what? He definitely has come a long way. But I was not happy with the ending. You know, I was not happy with those two, his little two side kicks that he had that was interfering in the match. And I wish they would have stayed out of it. Because who knows what could have happened. But. I, I loved it. <laughs> I, I, I loved them interfering because the way they interfered was so funny to me. Like, 
Uh, if anyone's ever trying played, to fight them. Right. If anyone's ever played Mario, when you get to like the castle levels, you're kind of <laughs> over lava and you're on these like nets and you kind of bop the turtles <laughs> off. Yeah. And that's what I saw in my head with the oh Sig Brothers gosh. is like Randy Orton was Mario going bop and the Sig Brother was like bop. I don't know which one it was, but he was like bye and he fell through a table. Uh, and watching them like, oh, I'm small enough to fit through the holes and small enough to hide under the like it was just comedy. Yeah, they came they came out of nowhere in some scenes, and I was like, where what where'd you guys come from? Like, leave them alone. Like, <laughs> leave I was them like, oh. I was like, man, the uh, the kendo sticks was interesting because they were bleeding and yes, stuff. I mean honestly. They're Kindle sticks, but I I guarantee you they hurt. Oh yeah, they you hurt. can see the welts. And then like you just they break. You mm-hmm. still hit them. So those pieces like they cut into you. And yeah, man, it wasn't a pretty sight. You know, Randy Orton was what ble- bleeding by his face when he was by the end. I saw that? his arm. Or was it his arm? Yeah, I don't know. It might have been or his face too. I think like the corner here's, or something. Here's the thing: it was hard to see. Like the cameraman couldn't get into the first the first layer. So they yeah. were shooting through the bamboo. Uh, maybe you guys should have planned for that. It was really sh- like just kind of hard quality. to see half the time. Yeah, probably one of the worst quality-wise, like camera work. I know they did their best. Yeah. But as far as feeling like I could see what was happening, I didn't really feel that way till they got out to the second um, second gate. And then, uh, yeah, that's when you saw more, and I feel like that's when you kind of got more into it when yeah. you were able to see what was going on. In the second one, definitely. And then Great Kali came out and choked and held Randy Orton in place so that Jinder could win. Uh, Let me back up real quick and talk about the Punjabi prison match. For anyone who doesn't know the history, this is the third one. The first one was supposed to be Great Kali versus The Undertaker. I can't remember what happened, but Kali had to be replaced by The Big Show. Um, I heard Undertaker won that match, though. Yeah, Undertaker right? won. So yeah, Undertaker would have probably beaten Great Kali in that match. Definitely. The next time, it was Great Kali versus Batista, and Batista won that match. Oh, wow. So I wonder if Kali was just going to always lose the Punjabi prison matches. It's just weird. But Or maybe he's having a revenge where it's like, we need one of our people to actually win this match. Maybe. Maybe that was no? the story they were telling. Like, I no, not it, what happened to me won't happen to, to you. you. That's interesting. I definitely know they did it for the Indian audience too because uh, the Great Kelly is still so big in India. Like he's like a legend. So for the Indian audiences, they were watching a legend come and help the new Indian like champion. So that was you know that's why that one was done. And then um, the other interesting thing to me is that this is such a complicated thing. It's even more complicated than the flags. You have to ask a referee to open a door, and then you only have 60 seconds to get out of that door, and then the door will close, and there are three doors. Yes, that was a little uh, confusing. I was like, which door are they at, and, like, how how close do you have to be for them to open up that door? Like, I don't know. That, that I don't even think you confusing. had to be close. Yeah, it was very confusing, that and I think confusing. that's a mistake, and that's the biggest reason to me why this prison match needs to never come back is the two, the two things. It's hard to see, and apparently for the people in the audience, they couldn't see at all. And yeah. it's too confusing for people to just get the rules. Like, this is wrestling. There's a reason we have stereotypes, okay? We need it simple. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So overall, I'd say for me, this pay-per-view was... It was fine. It was more boring than I expected, but nothing, I think, atrociously bad. What did you think no. about it? Um... Definitely. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was pretty good. I mean, you had your matches that stood out more than others. 
Some of them were just kind of like quick, okay, that one's over with, on to the next one. But um, I honestly think the tag team champions stole the show. That was, you know, and it sucks because they were the first match, so it's like, you right. got, you, I guess you got the hype up with the audience and get everybody going. Right. And then I think it kind of just like went down, and then you have your um, Punjabi prison match, where <laughs> that was kind of like, I guess, exciting for a little bit. But, you know, being in the audience, you wouldn't be able to see. We couldn't even right. really see from home. I was so disappointed when the Great Polly came out. At first, I was like, what is he doing out here? What? He hasn't been around in how long? And he just, like, <laughs> magically appears. And then um, I was so sad to see Brandy <laughs> Orange, you know, just choke. Just, just, just choke. hanging there. His hands and look so big like, around Orton's neck, too. I guess. <laughs> he was like, his big old hands, and he's just hanging there. And I'm just like, is he really just hopping on over, climbing on down? Like, win like nothing. Yep. So I, that's yeah. I, do, I forgot to mention that the fact that you win this match by just your feet touching the ground versus yes. like tapping out or that's weird too. It's 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 kind of anticlimactic in a way. I like, feel like they've had like a match like that before, like where you'd have like a steel cage match where I have to do is climb over like the steel cage. But like usually back you in the can day. still tap somebody out in those. If I remember yes, correctly, yes, that's true. Yeah. So with this one, you couldn't like there was no there was no tap out yeah. or anything. You had to boots on the ground uh to me it would have added just a little bit more if you both have to escape and then the first person to a pin wins or, or something yeah instead you kind of get i won a race yeah <laughs> especially okay. when you have the help from someone you know i think jinder mahal had it in his favor the whole night and we're randy orange just kind of got so you know mix him a heel yes uh so that's overall our thoughts on Battleground. Thank you guys for listening. Kind of a shorter episode today because our May Young episode was so long last time. I wanted to give your ears a break. Uh, let me know what you think. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us five-star ratings so that one day we can buy better sound equipment and you don't have to hear these crickets in the background. <laughs> Raylene, do you want to tell people where to find you, like your Instagram or anything like that? Feel um, free to share. I'm on Instagram. You can find me at Raylene underscore Marie, and Raylene is R-A-E-L-E-N-E. So come give me a follow and... Follow you back. You yeah, because she's so pretty. I love her. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for coming on the show. You guys thank you for having me. Yay. I feel so honored. This is my first podcast, so I hope you're all entertained. And I hope to be back again. Yes. I loved it. We would love to have you back. Yes. Definitely. So you guys can follow Women Wrestling Friends on Twitter as Women Wrestling F because we couldn't fit the friends. And you can follow <laughs> me at Sarah the Rebel. And normally Misfits Tomorrow is here. You can find her at Misfits Tomorrow. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.